You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Chase Evans. We're talking with Colin Woodall, Vice President of Government Affairs. Colin, one of the issues that the beef industry has been facing for a long time is the uh, the Meatless Mondays craze. And lately, there's been a move to introduce Meatless Mondays to the military, which, of course, raises concerns for not only cattle producers, but also, well, really everyone that depends on the defense of our country. It's a concern because this is a program that's based on a political agenda and not on any fact or science. It's been promoted by the Humane Society of the United States, which we, we all know is not a fan of U.S. cattle producers. But unfortunately, now they're kind of taking out their agenda on our servicemen and women who need that protein to be able to actively uh, defend our country and, and do their jobs. And so that's why we want to make sure that we're getting ahead of these programs and protect them from any sort of political agenda. And we saw success last week when Congressman Adrian Smith from Nebraska introduced an amendment to the uh, FY17 Defense Appropriations Bill that would prevent Meatless Mondays campaigns from ever being applied to U.S. military installations. And as you say, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association supported that legislation in the House. I understand there's also companion legislation in the Senate. Uh, We are currently working with the Senate to try to find an amendment strategy similar to what we saw in the House. Uh, The timing on that is a little less clear than where we were with the House right now, but there is a lot of motivation to try to do this and find a way to uh, lock up our military installations and make sure that they can make choices based on their own rather than based on political agendas that are not based on sound science. Now, basing decisions on sound science has been a big push for the beef industry, and we saw a confirmation of that through the uh, dietary guidelines that beef is part of a healthy uh, diet, and that continues to be a, a struggle for, for us as an industry to continue to make sure that consumers understand that they can include these foods in their diet. It is a struggle, Chase, and one that we still have not figured out exactly how to overcome, but it is something we spend a lot of time working on, and I think one of the things we need to do is make sure that every time a Meatless Monday campaign comes up that we take full advantage of it to show the nutritional uh, benefits of beef in a diet and also to make sure people understand that we're just talking about uh, the consumer having choice. We're not forcing them to eat beef every single day. That's not the request. What we're trying to do is just make sure that they can make a choice based upon all the real information out there and not the made-up information that we see from campaigns such as Meatless Mondays. And so much of this is tied around environmental impact and sustainability, but the beef industry has a great story to tell, as as all of our farmers and ranchers out there know. We have been so incredibly successful in our sustainability of our ranches and our ranch families uh, that we've got so many measurables to show. It'd be hard to squeeze it all in here on this show right now, but one of the things that we know is compared to 1977, we can uh, produce the same amount of beef with one-third fewer cattle and one-third less land. If that's not sustainability, we don't know what is. Thanks, Colin. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beltwaybeef.com or visit beefusa.org.